The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Our teens need more support and encouragement than ever before. We need to show them that there are so many accomplishments in their lives that are just waiting to be discovered. This is the Dr. Stem Show with Dr. Stem Malatini. We want teens today to feel valued in their schools, homes, and in the community. The Dr. Stem Show will give the voiceless a voice and the hopeless hope. Now, here is Dr. Stem. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to another segment of the Dr. Stamp Show. Today is a special show as always. I know I always bring you good shows, but this one is especially really good because I do have as a guest with me today my best friend and really respected professional in the Tampa Bay, Florida area, Dr. John Law Black. Welcome, Dr. Law Black. Good afternoon, Dr. Malatini. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you so much for your exquisite introduction. I haven't even done yet, you know, because every time that I work with you and because we've collaborated on a lot of um, projects together, I'm always amazed at the work that you're doing. So that's why I wanted my guests to have an opportunity to be motivated and inspired by you. So today's topic, we are talking about mapping your future that is goal setting from A to Z. But before we start, I'm going to give you a little bit of background about Dr. John Law Black. Dr. Law Black, correct me again. What part of the world are you from? Because I think you describe it better than I can. <laughs> well, I'm from the part of the world where we believe that um, if Christopher Columbus was to come back, he would still recognize us. And we firmly believe that if you die without ever visiting Dominica, the Emerald Isle of the Eastern Caribbean, you will not make it to glory. So those of you listening to Dr. Malatini's show, to do, do everything you possibly can to, to make it, find it in yourself to make to visit Dominica, because if you die without going there, we believe that you would not make it to the other side as gracefully as you otherwise would. Oh, my God. I, I have heard that introduction for probably the last nine years that I have worked <laughs> with you, and I think it's one of the best introductions that I've ever heard. So guess what? I am going to make it a point that I go and visit Dominica, and that is Dominica with a C-A, and he'll be the first one to make sure that you correct that and not call it Dominican Republic. It's Dominica. Yeah, Dominican Republic is Spanish and we are very much English. The closest foreign language to us would be French because at one time in our history we were owned by the French, but they felt they could not do anything with Dominica, so they sold us to the English. Wow. Well, they helped us out a lot because then that differentiates in 
No, Dominica and Dominican Republic. Oh. Let me just say a little bit about your background. You're an educator, a coach, an author, a motivational speaker, an entrepreneur. He is on a mission, this is Dr. Lawblack, to use his education as the ticket to a more rewarding and fulfilling life. As a certified job and career transition coach, Dr. Lawblack can help you mine and shine your employability skills while he's helping you uncover your career preferences. So what I'm going to do, Dr. Lawblack, is have you explain to ask why goal setting is important in people's lives. Well, think of it this way. I've never heard or seen or read any story of any individual who was planning a vacation without first determining where that vacation will take them. Most of us like to say we'll go to Jamaica, we'll go to, the, to Europe, and that is a goal, that's a destination. And in other words, um, as they say, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. So it's important for us to have an idea where it is, what it is we'd like to do, where we'd like to go, what it is we'd like to, to, to have in our lives. Because if we know that, then we'll, it'll be easier for us to identify the resources we need to get us there. But if we're just drifting along, we'll be moving if every shift of the wind will be ill-directed. A goal really is like the, the compass, the anchor. It gives us a sense of direction and helps us identify the resources that we need to help us get to that destination. We play sports. Every sporting event, has a, there's a goal in basketball. There's a goal in football. Every event in our lives has an outcome. The outcome is the goal. So why then in our lives, the most important thing that we have, why shouldn't we have a goal, a destination, a sense of direction, a target? That's interesting because you know what that reminds me? I'm thinking of uh, the GPS system that we have now. That a lot of people now are buying GPS systems, which you know you can program the direction of where you're going. So, what I'm understanding you saying is if you don't have the address to program in that GPS of life, then life will take you anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't have an idea of where you're going. Yeah, absolutely. And isn't it ironic? Isn't it strange? Isn't it funny, if I can use that word, that um, for everything that, that is inconsequential in life, we have a sense of direction. We know the alarm. We set the alarm for 5 o'clock in the morning. That's mm-hmm. a goal, to wake up at 5 o'clock. We yes. have to get to work at 8. That's a goal. But that is someone else's goal. Someone told us that we have to be there. And we do everything possible to be there or else we lose our job. What about our lives? What it is we want? Why are we here? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Who do I want to see? And we struggle at the most important thing in life, giving ourselves a sense of direction, a goal. You're right. And you know the the show that we do here is actually to empower and inspire both parents and teenagers. So I thought, you know, it would be so good for us to make sure that we can differentiate whether the goal setting is important for both the parents and the teenagers and why so. Well, from a parental's perspective, every parent has a goal for his or her child. Every parent wants his or her child to be successful. However, that parent has failed to define what they mean by success. And therefore, along life's road, they, they push and push and push their kids in a particular direction that they feel will enable the kid to be successful. 
without really asking the kid as a kid, as a child grows older, what it is you really want? And how can we help you identify that which you want? So what we find ourselves doing, we're working at cross purposes. The parent wants one thing and the child wants another thing. Because we have not sat down with each other when that child reaches an age of understanding to try to help that child understand what it is we are trying to help them accomplish. And if we don't do that, at some point in time, we'll end up fighting with each other. Because what the child wants and what the parent wants is are, are very different. We want different things in life. So that unless we communicate what it is we're trying to accomplish, parent to child, child to parent, we will forever be at cross purposes. But our goal is critical. The parent's goal is to do everything he can or she can to ensure that his child or her child is successful. The child's goal, unfortunately, sometimes is not always to do what the parents want. So we have to we have to have a meeting of minds at some point along the road. Uh, otherwise, we'll continue, continuously be fighting with each, with each other. But a goal is important, a clear sense of direction. We, we need that. Whether we're a parent, whether we're a grandparent, a great-grandparent, whatever role that you perform in that child's life, we have to you do know, everything we possibly can to ensure that that child is heading somewhere that is positive. You know what? I mean, that even goes with all the topics that we've been talking about in the past few weeks. I have more questions to ask you right on that very subject that you've been talking about, which is the communication and the different goals that the parents and the teenagers or their children might have. So let me take a quick break and we'll come right back and continue from that conversation that we are having on communication and goal setting for both the parents and the teenagers. on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready for real change in your life? Deep down inside you is a magnificent being just looking to break free. Tune in to Manifesting Abundance with Deborah Loran and Jim Del Vecchio. Most people need to make some minor adjustments in attitude and behavior to achieve alignment with their inner being. Jim and Deborah will help outline these changes and give you the steps you need to create some major improvements in your life. Listen for Manifesting Abundance Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmolatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. Excellent. Welcome back. We're back with Dr. Law Black, who is, in my opinion, our goal-setting guru, because from the time that I started hearing him doing presentations and reading some of his books, he talks about goal-setting and it has taken him where he is and has taken me where I am today, which is, you know, planning the life that you want for yourself. So, Dr. Law Black, I know we were talking about the parents and the children having different goals, which is why there's so much miscommunication or misunderstanding of the teenagers today, right? Right. Because then I know with some of the parents that we have in this country, as you know, you are from another uh, part of the world as well, culture cultural differences is one of the things that might be different in ways that people set up uh, goals. Is that something that you have found in your research and presentations? Well, like everything else, um, if, one is, if one is planted in a culture in which, which one was not socialized initially, uh, one would have some time to, to acclimatize, to get acculturated. And sometimes, yes, we find that those of us in the Western world, specifically those of us who live in America, uh, if we, 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 we were planted in America, as against being born and raised in America, our whole perception towards goals would be different. America is a very goal-driven society. So if we come yes. from the, let's say the Caribbean island, it's not so much different because we are colonized by the British, and there's not so much difference, so many differences between the, the English and the Americans. The average American might tend to feel that there is, there is a, an ocean full of, of, of differences, but there are not too many differences. So yes, the culture does play a, play a role. However, after one gets acculturated and one, one understands the purpose of one's life, yes. the rest, as they say, is history. Now, is there an age that you think parents should start talking to their kids about goal setting? The earlier, the better. Uh, when I say the earlier, the better, there's not a, a universally accepted age for anything. It mm-hmm. all depends on, on, on how quickly that son or daughter uh, matures. It might be good to plant the seeds as, as three years, four years, five years. The earlier you plant the seed, the longer the seed has to germinate, like how, uh, to use a, a farming analogy. So the parent has to be in tune with the, the, his or her child's own growth and development and then make that determination as to when is the ideal time in the parent's mind based on the parent's assessment of his, or his son or daughter's um, maturation. But there's no universally accepted uh, age at which one should plant a seed of, 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 of direct, as far as a direction, encouraging his son or daughter to have a specific direction, something specific uh, to work towards. Keep in mind, though, that as one matures, the goals might change. The goalposts might be shifted. Nevertheless, one still must have something that one is working towards. One still must ensure that there's a target at which one is aiming. Because if there's no if there's no target, there's nothing to aim at, and one may live a drifting life, as against a purposeful life. As I'm listening to you, I'm thinking because you say the earlier the better that the parents start talking to their kids about goals, because sometimes when I'm 
thinking of goals, I'm thinking if I'm talking to my five-year-old, six-year-old, and I'm a parent, it might not, it might not make any meaning at all. But as I was thinking when you're talking now, I'm thinking, you know, you could start off by small steps of waking up and saying, I mean, the night before and saying to your child, you know, let's plan what you're going to be doing tomorrow because that plan is goals. That's setting goals, isn't it? Absolutely, and the same one can one can play the same games with game game of dreams. A dream is a goal without a deadline. So what we have to do is take listen to the child talk about his dream or encourage the child to talk about his dream or her dreams, and then let's try to encourage the child to attach a deadline to it because dreams are goals without deadlines. A goal is a dream with a deadline. So if we approach it that way, and it, it will be easier. For, for, for our son or daughters to understand the concept because we live in a society in which goals are, goals are things that are dropped on us as we get older. But if we start implementing the mindset, the, the concept in the minds of the children while they're younger, it will be easier as they grow older for them to understand the concept and do what is necessary to set goals for themselves, meaningful goals, Goals that they feel that they have it in themselves that they're passionate about to accomplish. So it's a question of timing. Yes, the earlier we plant the seeds, the greater the chances that the seeds will bloom, grow into maturation, as against the older. I when, we are old, when we're older, we're setting our ways. High school. I work with high school students, and one of the things that I'm finding that our teenagers today do not have is actually a plan of what it is that they're going to be taking in college as far as the degrees that they're going to do. But mostly, I think one of the things is they have no idea what they would do in their lives with those degrees, if at all they pursue degrees. Would that be part of that goal setting as well? And how could they go about making sure that they make that those decisions before they get into college? Well, my whole approach towards um, uh, college is different. I, I'm one who I'm a strong proponent for, for, for freedom of choice. When I say that, I mean we live in a society where we feel everybody should go to college. I do not hold that perspective. I feel that there are some students who are, who are better, 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 who would be better in technical route. So we should do everything to find out from the kids, from our students, from our children, what it is they enjoy doing. If we approach it from a perspective of enjoyment, what are the things that you enjoy doing? And if we can find a, a major in college that will be wrapped around what that son or daughter likes to do, it will be easier for that son or daughter to grow towards doing everything possible to ensure that he or she is successful in that particular field. But when we approach it from you have to go to college, you have to go to college, you have, no, it becomes a chore. So we need to work with our students, with our children, to find out what do they enjoy doing. Do you really enjoy doing? And then let us find a major that will allow them to do the things they enjoy doing. That way they'll be more passionate. That way we will increase the chances of they being successful. You're right. I don't know if it's because I was one of, you know, the few people that didn't have parents here in this country, in the USA. So as a result, I had to work and pay for my college for all the degrees that I got. So as a result, I subscribe to what you just said, that kids should not just go to college 
probably just because the parents' goals is for them to graduate in college. And I know it's controversial. Some parents will say, well, what are you saying because they're supposed to be going to college and now you're discouraging them from going to college. But what I'm actually saying is, as you say, Dr. Law Black, is it's what brings joy to the kid or to the parents that, you know, you should pursue as a career. So uh, let's say, for example, if you like doing hair or you like doing nails, which comes under, you know, uh, beauty, that you don't have to go to college straight away and do a four-year degree because then they have one-year courses where you can go and get certified as a cosmetology, you know, um, as a cosmetologist. You open up your practice, you start doing the nails that you love doing, you start doing the hair that you start doing. The only thing that I encourage people is at some point when you've started doing that and you're earning your own money, it's great to go back and now get a degree in business, in accounting, in something that will help you enhance that business. But now you know exactly what you want to do with your life, and you're also paying for it yourself. So it's going to be more meaningful rather than just come from, you know, 15, 16 years old, you finish high school, you go to college. college, you waste all this money, and you have no idea what you want to do. And then at the end of the day, you end up being, you know, a hairdresser or a cosmetologist, which you could have done without having to do a degree in math or English. Uh, can I say something else that may be controversial? Uh-huh. We as parents need to stop living our lives through our kids. And if we can find a way to pull back for a moment and let our kids realize that this is their lives and we You're are right. here to support them, as long as what they do is legal, moral, and ethical, we'll do everything we possibly can to help them. And that way the kids will be more inclined to, to, to work hard but if they feel that we're just pushing them to go in a particular direction, they will resent us for it. So as parents, we need to be very good observers of our kids, and we also yes. be, need to be better listeners of our kids, even when they do not speak. That's and right. that way, it will, be, it will be in a better position to give our kids the kind of guidance that they need, because we know that the guidance counselors at the school do not have time to really do those kinds of, uh, of of things with our kids. The guidance counselors do not. I mean, the average yes. kid who goes to high school will tell you that I'm, I've not received any kind of guidance. My daughter yes. was visiting with me this weekend, and I asked yes. her that question. What kind of assistance have you, uh, have you received from guidance counselors? She said zero. Mm-hmm. So the honest now is on us parents. Let us yes. forget the lawyer, doctor, and this kinds of stuff. You're right. find, so what it is you really want to do? What it is you really enjoy doing? And let's take work from that perspective. Let our kids live their lives. And let us be the coaches, the mentors, the guidance counselors for our kids. I totally agree with you because that's one of the struggles that a lot of kids are actually expressing that, you know what, I'm not allowed to do what I want to do with my life. If because my parents were such, and I'll never forget, I don't remember what uh, the name of the book is, but I read a book where a physician, that man was a physician, he turned out to be a doctor, you know, like you were saying, because his parents wanted him to be a doctor. And then after so many years of practicing as a physician, he realized that he never wanted to be a doctor. He never enjoyed being a doctor. And, you know, for a minute I was scared there because then I'm thinking, oh, my God, can you imagine being treated by somebody who doesn't enjoy what he's doing, especially a doctor? What could happen? Because he's, he doesn't have any passion in treating, you know, you. But 
you know, it, it turned out that he never reported that there were any incidences where there were mistakes that he made or anything. But he changed his career after having gone through med school and worked as a doctor and decided that he was going to be a teacher because he's always wanted to be in the classroom and teaching. There are a number of stories like the, like the one you just shared. Uh, I've, I've read stories of, 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 of people who, the moment their parents passed away, they quit the career that they, they had because that was You're their right. parents' career, not theirs. So we have to define what we mean by success. If success means making a lot of money and be miserable, then let's continue doing what we're doing. But if success means helping our children find what it is they really enjoy, find what they are passionate about, whether or not they make oodles of money, if that is success to us, then let us pull back. Let us be observers. Let us be listeners. And let us give advice when our kids ask for advice. And then we'll find that our kids will be happier. Uh, the suicide rate might just go down as it relates to the, uh, based on the pressure or lack of that we put on our kids. So we mm-hmm. have to ask ourselves, what it is do I most want for my kids? Do I want to live vicariously for my kids or do I want my kids to live their lives so that they will say at the end of it, thank you, mom, thank you, dad, for being the best coach I ever had, for being the best mentor I ever had, for being the best teacher I ever had. That is where I think we need to be as where we are now. You know, talking about that, I'm thinking because the children, they live by example. So having said that, I think we need to be talking to the parents themselves, to the adults that are listening in today, because I think when the children look at you and see your life and you are not happy with what you're doing, you are not fulfilled with what you're doing, it makes it very difficult for them to be able to determine their goals when they can see that you don't have a direction yourself. So having said that, Dr. Noble, like I am going to take another quick break and we will be right back to look at the parents and ask them if they are on track with their own goals before they can emphasize their children to have goals and direction in their lives. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Our nation's educational system is undergoing constant change as technology and society are redefining the system as we have known it. On Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton, we provide parents with the resources they need to understand and become a part of the educational experience for their children. Through engaging guests, news, interactive discussions, and innovative ideas, it's everything that parents should know about school. Tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time for Chalk Talk on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life. Supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? 
Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmolatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. We are talking about setting direction for your future. That is goal setting from A to Z. And we have a very special guest with us, Dr. John Law Black. You know, one of the things that we did, uh, Dr. Law Black, this week is you sent me a description of what we'll be talking about. Let me just reiterate for those that didn't see what the description was. It said right now, imagine your life exactly as you want it to be. Parents, can you remember the days that you were a child? Do you remember all the fantastic things that you said you would do, be, and have? Congratulations to you if you have reached at least one of the many things you promised yourself as a teen. And I want to stop right there. You said congratulations if you have reached at least one of the many things you promised yourself as a teen. What do you think? Uh, do, do parents have direction? Do they have dreams? Do they talk about them from, you know, having talked to parents these days? Uh, as a parent myself, I can tell you one thing is true, and I think probably that might be universal. Uh-huh. Every child at some time has a dream. Every child at some time in his or her life says to his friend or her friend, when I grow up, I will. Yes. When I become an adult, I will. Unfortunately, some of us follow through, and those of us who do not somehow listen to someone else who told us, you will never be, you can't, you don't have it, you must be crazy. And unfortunately, those of us who did not follow through are looking, sitting, and saying, wow, why did I? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Look at Johnny. Johnny did everything he told me he was going to do. And that's the problem. The problem is each one of us has a dream. But we listen more often than not to the voices on the outside instead of paying attention to the only voice that matters, the voice on the inside. That's the problem. I promise you, when you were a little girl running away, running around bare feet in Zimbabwe, you had a dream. You had dreams, maybe. Maybe one or two you accomplished, but maybe a few you allowed someone else to say, come on, come on, Stan, you never do this. Come on, Dr. Marlene. For, for the life of me, I knew I wanted to be a doctor, but you know what? Thinking back, I think I wanted to be, you know, what they call a real doctor in the hospital, riding around in the hospital. But it's amazing how you say, I want to be a doctor, and you don't define what kind of a doctor you want to be, that you end up being a doctor. 
But well, the thing is, it's like it is. it's similar to some of us who say from from foreign lands we want to go to the United States. We never say exactly. which state. Yeah. So we end up in a state that we don't like. So herein lies the challenge. Let's set our own personal GPSs so that we will get to the exact destination that we, we want to go. We will get exactly what we want. We will be exactly who we want to be with. Let us set our GPS. If they can set a GPS for our car to get us to where we want to go, why can't we do it with our own lives? And that's very important because then when I say that, I think of people that say, okay, I'll set up a goal that I want to go back to school. But if you don't set up where you actually find the school that you want to go to, find the degree that you want to be able to to do, and also define what you want to do with that degree, you'll always be dragging your feet because it can never happen because you don't have it to the point where it's now exciting, it's real for you because you've defined the school that you want to go to. You know exactly what degree you want to to take. You know exactly what classes you're going to have to take. But most of all, you know exactly what you're going to do with that degree. Absolutely. Absolutely. I knew I wanted a job where I'll be talking, not sitting behind a desk. I know I wanted a job that I can make a difference in someone's life through the words because I, I was always told that I could speak and I wanted to speak to anyone who would listen. And guess what I'm doing now? I'm speaking to people who want to listen. And sometimes I know they don't want to listen, but they hear my voice anyway. You know, people talk about mistakes in life. How many mistakes should parents allow their young children to do before, you know, the parents can say something about that? Albert Einstein said it best. Show me a man who has never made a mistake, and I'll show you a man who has never tried anything new. Those of us who allow our kids or our loved ones, whoever is in our lives, to make mistakes, we are doing the right thing. We only fail to do the right thing when we allow them to make the same mistake twice. I believe the only mistake you should not make is the same mistake twice. Because when you make that first mistake, you should learn something from that mistake. But unfortunately, we live in a society where we want to get everything right the first time. Hello? Nothing that we see in front of us was created the way it is the first time. Remember Thomas Edison? It is said that he failed more than 9,000 times to create the incandescent light bulb. You know what he said when they told him that? He said, I have not failed. I have learned 9,000 ways it will not work. Yes, you're right. You're right. You know, I bring up the, the mistakes because a lot of parents are fearful of allowing their kids to make those goals and make those decisions of what, what they want to do in life because I always hear, what if they make a mistake? What if they make a mistake? And that's why I wanted you to be able to explain, you know, which you did very well, of why it's important that they allow these children to make those decisions, make those mistakes, because actually they are not mistakes. They have learned something. And actually it brings them to what it is that they are supposed to be doing that makes them happy. Uh, there's a book that I want to encourage everyone to read. It's called Mindset. Mm-hmm. And the author in that book says there are two different types of mindset. There's a fixed mindset. Those of us will, who, who always say, this is the way I am, I just cannot change that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raised that way. We have that fixed mindset. But the mindset we need to try to encourage our children to develop is a growth mindset. Uh, you, when you have a growth mindset, you believe that everything around you is there for a reason, and you are willing to try whatever it takes, as long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, 
to get to where you want to go. And when you make a mistake, when you make a mistake, you will pause and you say, what lesson is there for me to learn from this mistake? And you think about it. You analyze the mistake that you've made and you learn what you feel that you should learn from that mistake that you've made and keep running. I know you wrote a chapter um, in one of the books because you've written uh, many books, which I will have you mention some of the books that you have written. But I remember reading one on goal setting because you had a chapter that you wrote on goal setting. Can you describe, you know, in a few words or so, what format you describe there of setting up the goals which might be helpful to the parents and the teenagers that are listening in today? Well, the format that I suggested in that book, A Young Man's Guide to Personal Success, is the, the tried and proven uh, formula that uh, have been used for uh, more than five or six decades. Mm-hmm. It's called a SMART formula. And it's simply put, it's called Be Specific. And in being specific, you need to ask yourself a question. What do I want? What do I really want? For example, there's a, there's a difference in saying that by December 31st, 2013, I want to have a lot of money. As against by December 31st, 2013, I want to have $5,000 in the bank. 5000 mm-hmm. is specific. Then you can break it down to know how, many, how much money you need to save daily, weekly, monthly to get you to where you want to go. Be specific. Be crystal clear. You cannot hit a target, as Zig Ziglar said, that you cannot see. A vague goal, you cannot see it. What is a lot of money? The second principle is it must be measurable. And measurable means that you can evaluate, you can assess, you can count to determine where you are along life's road. So if you want to raise $5,000 by December 31st, 2013, by November, you can calculate how much money you have so that you will know how far you need to go. The third concept or principle is some people say it has to be realistic. I say it has to resonate with you. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I may not be spelling smart in the smart way because I skipped the A. The A means achievable. You have to be able to achieve it. In other words, set a goal that will stretch you, but not stretch you to frustration, but set a goal that will push you just a little bit, a little inch. In other words, if you say, by the end of this week, I want to be able to run a 5K, don't start off Monday by running a 5K because you will not make it to Tuesday. Mm. So stretch yourself. Do a little more. Do a little more. So the third principle is it has to be achievable. The fourth principle, it has to be realistic. For me, I prefer resonate. Yeah. Resonant. If the goal, you're not excited, passionate about that goal, you're not going to wake up in the morning to do the extra push-ups that you need to do, to do the extra crunches that you need to do to lose the, the, the belly fat. You're not going to do that. But if you're passionate about it, then it's easier for you to wake up in spite of what it is like outside yeah. to do what you need to do to get you to where you want to go. And finally, it must be wrapped with a deadline. It must be timely. So I said earlier, a dream is a goal without a deadline. A goal is a, is a dream with a deadline. So how soon do you want it? Three months, four months, five months, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years? So that's it. It has to be specific, crystal clear. It has to be measurable. It has to be achievable. It has to be realistic or resonant. And 
it must be wrapped in a beautiful gift called time. Well said. That that was smart. As the smart theory says, that was <laughs> that was really smart. Because you know what? One of the ways that it has helped me because I use the smart in idea myself, and the way that I enhances it, I also use the vision board. So that when uh, when you're saying be specific and crystal clear, I have a vision board where I actually paint the pictures, post some pictures, write what my goal is for 2013, for that year, for that month. And then I'll be able to put a date there and be able to, you know, see what progress I'm making. So I use that as my diary as well on that board. I just used to say, okay, you know, if my goal was for March, I'm writing on a weekly basis what I'm doing because I break it down into that small, um, you know, in small achievable steps that I can do. And then There's something else, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me cutting you off. Yeah. This is your show, so I humbly apologize for that. I know, but there, that's okay. there, 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 there are two other principles that I could add to that. Okay. Uh, it is said that one of the things that you can do when you set a goal is yeah. to ask yourself this question. What are three problems or challenges or obstacles that might prevent me from achieving my goal? That's so you think of at least I, three I like obstacles. That part. You let think me, of those obstacles and you let, write let them down. Let me have you hold on to that because I want to start off with a new segment when we come back from break. So hold on to that because I like it that you're starting a new way of three problems. So let's get excuse me, to that as soon as we come back from break. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Who would you like to meet today? Every week that question can be answered on Spark One with Audrey King Wissiger. Our guests are successful people from all walks of life who are willing to share the secrets to their success. Get ready to ask musicians, comedians, athletes, entrepreneurs, and artists everything you wanted to know about them, including their views on coaching style, sports psychology, parenting, food and wine, journalism, media, and much more. Spark One is broadcast live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time well spent. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmolatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, Dr. Little Black. I am sorry I cut you off uh, when you were starting a new segment, which I thought would be very good for the listeners to hear it after we come back from break. You were starting to describe to us the three problems that could get in the way of one achieving their goals. Uh, what I was saying, I was saying one thing you can add to the, uh, the concept of setting smart goals is to ask yourself after you have set established one goal, what are three possible hindrances that might prevent me from accomplishing my goal? And you write those down, but you do not stop there. After you've written them down, you then ask yourself, what are three things I can do in the event these obstacles show up? So you have the potential the potential hindrances, but you also have the potential steps that you can take to overcome those obstacles should they arise. I see. Also, oh, each person can come up with their three things that they could say, you know what, I'm working two jobs, so I don't have time to be coming home and doing such and such, or I have a baby, so that means that my time is taken away and I don't have time to do this. Those are some of the problems that people could list, right? Yes, ma'am. And then, how do they overcome that? Well, you have to be up. You have to be no, no. Up, up, up. Remember, I said a potential problem. For okay. example, you might say, "I want to be a, a, a mathematics teacher." Mm-hmm. If your goal is to be a mathematics mathematics teacher, uh, three years from today, a potential problem is I might not have enough money to go to college. So how do I address that? Well, there's financial aid, there's private loans, there are different things that you can do to prevent that from happening if you're going to fund your your education for your own pocket. If your goal is to go to, let's say, to go to Dominica, then what are some of the possibilities that might happen? Well, you might not have money to go there, so what can you do? You might find a job. You might do a number of things. the, 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 The hindrance is not present at the moment. The hindrance is something that can show up its face at any time. You're right. So when, if that hindrance does show up its face, mm-hmm. what do I have in my back pocket to keep going yeah. so I, I don't get derailed? You know, goal setting is one of those topics that I always think that an hour is not good enough for us to cover it. So what I would do is I'm going to extend the invitation, and I know I can bring you back on another segment where we can open up the telephone lines and people can actually call in and ask you some questions on this because this is one of those things that people struggle with, especially when they are adults and they have had dreams and now they find it that those three problems are real for them in their lives and they would like to talk about them and hopefully get some direction of where to go with those uh, dreams that they had. As you know, Mark Victor Hansen said, dreams don't have deadlines. We all start out with dreams as little kids, as Dr. Law Black said, so it'll be good for us to discuss that. But I know you wrote a lot of books, I should say. Can you just give us some titles of those books and how people can get in touch with you because you're one prominent and versatile speaker for those that are doing conferences that I think every time that I have attended your seminars, it was so informative, and I learned something new every time that I attended. Uh, One of the books is um, How to Become a Super Achiever, and that can be found on publishamerica.com. How to Become a Super Achiever. Then the next one is Go Get the Job, and that's the book I'm proudest about. It it lays out, uh, it gives the, the job seeker a map 
as to what to do, when to do, how to do, what needs to be done so that he or she attracts the job that he's looking for. Then there are six keys to fulfill your dream. Again, it, it, it shares with you some of the same principles that I'm sharing now. What are some of the things that you can do to get you to where you always thought that you would be or you always dreamed you would like to be? It, it shares the story of, of six individuals who have overcame tremendous odds, who overcame tremendous odds to be where they are. So these are and, and these these are the three books that are, that um that I I feel very strongly about and I have a chapter in a book that um, a young man's guide to personal success and I, I guess that's where we, that's what we're speaking about how to set and accomplish the goals that you have in mind. Dr. Low Black, it's always great to talk to you and I know you are based in the Tampa Bay area in Florida. Yes, ma'am. Tampa no. Bay, Florida. Sunshine. We need some sunshine. The sunshine state. Yes, ma'am. So can people hire you and travel throughout the world? How do you work when you're doing seminars and getting hired? Well, anywhere and everywhere a plane goes, I go. Anywhere and everywhere a bus goes, I go. Anywhere and everywhere a train goes, I go. Anywhere and everywhere a boat goes, I go. Oh, okay. That means... You can travel anywhere then. Absolutely. All right. I like the fact that smart goals. So for those of you that were listening in, let me just reiterate, you know, what Dr. Lowe Black said whilst he, I'll give him, you know, a few minutes to think about how he will end up um, his gold uh, workshop today. I, I got that smart, that smart um, idea that you have of being specific measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So maybe you might want to summarize it for our listeners that are listening out there today so that when they listen to this set that we had today, they will be able to pick up from where they are, set their goals, and hopefully have a show next year where people will say, oh, my God, after that show, I actually set up some goals and I'm somebody today. Start with where you were when you were a child mm -hmm. and ask yourself this question what it is I always wanted to do what it is I always wanted to have where it is I always wanted to go and come back to where you are now what it is do I really want what it is do I really want the challenge is we need to spend some time with ourselves and ask ourselves those questions and listen more to the voice on the inside but whatever it is we want, wherever it is we want to go, whatever it is we want to have, and whatever it is we want to do, we have to make sure that it is visible to us more than anything else. It is tangible. We can touch it. We can feel it. We can smell it. In other words, it must be crystal clear. It must be specific. It cannot be, for example, a lot of money. It must be a specific amount of money. We must do everything we possibly can that we can evaluate, assess where we are what we need to do, what we need to have to enable us to get what we want. We have to make sure that we have the skill sets to get it. It must be achievable. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense for me at 51 saying I want to be a professional basketball player. It's not going to happen, no matter how hard I, I dream. So it must be achievable. It must be realistic, realistic to you, not to anyone else. It must be real to you, and you are the only person that matters. In other words, you must take ownership of that goal. It must be yours. Not your mother, not your brother, not your sister, not your father, not your husband, not your wife. It must be your goal. Only then you will do what is necessary for you to go out and accomplish it. 
and you must wrap it around a beautiful gift called time. Mm-hmm. When do you want it? How soon? How soon do you want it? Yeah. More than anything else, be realistic of the time. Don't set yourself up for failure. Set yourself up for success. But the same way you use a GPS to get from point A to point B, use a GPS for your life to get from where you are to where you would like to be. Very well presented, Dr. Low Black. Thank you so much. You know, going back to the earlier part where we were talking about the parents being able to trust their children, their teenagers, to do what it is that they're passionate about, what it is that they enjoy doing. I remember when I came to the United States, my parents wanted me to do computers because in the early 80s, computer science was really big. So I was sent to the United States to come and do a computer degree to go back home and be able to make lots of money and be able to rescue the family. But then when I came here, computers was not my thing. I did not enjoy doing computers, neither did I understand computers. So it was very difficult until I changed um, my degree to social work, which I ended up, um, you know, taking psychology as well. And now I am a counselor, I'm a therapist in the office and a motivational speaker, which I enjoy with a passion. But I don't want to lie to you. I also went through trying to convince my parents that this was going to be something that we'll be able to pay the bills with because then what are you going to do with social work? What will you do with this was the questions that I kept being asked. And if you're a teenager, be ready for those questions. It's okay that they ask you those questions, but continue to believe in yourself and do what it is that you're passionate about. And for the parents, for some time, it might just be more beneficial to you and your son or your daughter to mm-hmm. be a coach, to be a mentor, to be a teacher, to be a counselor instead of being a parent and demanding from your son or daughter what he or she should do. Observe them, listen to them, and guide them. Thank you so much, Dr. Lowblack, for being a guest on the Dr. Stem Show. As I said, we will be inviting you back so we can open up the lines and have people call in with some questions on their goal setting. So until next time, be ready to listen. I have a special show coming up next week, which is going to be about bullying, because bullying is a big thing that we want to make sure that we address right here on the Dr. Stem Show since we deal with teenagers and parents. We will have special guests that will be coming in and talking to us about this big problem that we have in the United States about bullying and some of the things that we can do for the children as well as the teachers, what they can do in the schools to prevent bullying. This is Dr. Stem Maslatini saying be well until the next show. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Stem Show. Please join us next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and 9 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another enlightening show. Have a terrific week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 